I kept pushing myself. I kept, what can I do to progress my career to show them that I'm worthy of, you know, that. So I just kept pushing myself, you know, and I want my kids to have that. I want that instilled in them that you never stop pushing yourself. You always keep, you know, progressing. You're going to reach the plateau, but then, you know, once you reach there, don't be okay with that. Don't get comfortable. Keep moving, keep pushing yourself because someone's going to beat you. Someone's going to beat you to that punch. And so you just got to keep, you just got to keep moving. Do you feel like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? Before we get into the next episode, we want to reach out to you all and find out what type of content you're looking for. What do you enjoy listening to? What do you want to hear more of? Whether that's wellness, fitness tips, health, or mindset. Email us with specifics on what you want to learn, and we're going to go ahead and continue to make content on that. If you could email us at info at Strong or direct message us at Strong. We're going to go ahead and enter yourself into the raffle for the end of the month of November, where we're going to send out merch to you. So again, email us, email us your name, email, phone number, and the type of content you are interested in learning, and we will get you in that raffle. Now on to the show. Welcome back to the Ecala Podcast. I'm your host, David Gonzalez here at CrossFit of Fremont, powered by Ecala. Today, we have a special guest, uh, Candice Nunez who is a member of the gym, been doing CrossFit for over a year. She's a mother of three kids, grandmother of four, born and raised in Fremont, California. And one thing I can tell you about Candice is she's consistent all around, all top. Every time I come in every morning at 5 a.m., I check the board and I always see Candice's name on the board <laughs> all the time. She finds time to always make it into the gym. And we're going to find out why. Why is it so important to always make it into the gym? But first and foremost, we have a hang loose segment here all the time on that podcast where we have a random deck of cards. I'm going to shuffle the cards. I'm going to pull out a card and um, it's a random question, just a random, any type of question. I don't know what it's going to be, but usually sometimes we could find out. Yeah. For you to answer. And we usually can find out some personality depending on the question and how people answer it. All right. So you ready? You shuffle the deck and I'll pull the card out. Question here is what is your most treasured possession? Mm, yeah, my kids. My kids. There you go. Yeah, That's I mean, first and foremost, they probably would have been like, "Why didn't you say us?" <laughs> <laughs> no, my kids definitely. So uh, you were born and raised in uh, Fremont, California. So tell me a little bit about growing up out here. How was it in the Bay Area? Yeah, you know, Fremont is so different than it was. It's so different than it is now compared to back then. You know, it's definitely changed. I feel like it was a little bit more diverse 
back then, to be honest with you. I mean, there's definitely a dominant culture out here now in Fremont. Nothing wrong about that, but it's definitely different. I grew up, you know, on a very busy street on Stevenson Boulevard. For those who are familiar with Fremont, it's very busy. But I mean, you know, it was always safe. And we'd always be in the streets and we'd always be out there till the lights went on, those types of things. You never seen our parents out there watching us. It, it was safe, you know, and we'd walk to the store. We'd ride our bikes all the way around, all the way to South Fremont and just, you know, just had a you know group of friends that I hung out with. And um, my parents knew them and we all were just a group of friends. There was like six or seven of us. And, you know, it was just very, like I said, safe and... um it was the best times of my life, though. I feel like being a kid, you know, we don't realize how lucky we are to be a kid. Because when you grow up, then you have the real stuff to, to deal with. To do it. You know, I know that that feeling. Man, I wish yeah. I was a kid again. You know, we always, no. always wish we could be a kid. It was funny because when you're a kid, you're like, I can't wait to be older. Can't wait to get older. Like, now you're older. It's like, I can't wait. wish I was younger. It always exactly uh, reverse effect there. So like back then, it was a real tight knit community then. So like you were used to running around with your friend. These are friends like you went to school with all the way, like yeah, elementary, yeah. junior high, high school. Exactly. Uh, elementary, junior high, high school, you know, and then as we all graduated, everybody just kind of went their separate ways. Some stood around, you know, but some moved away and, and things like that. I still talk to them to this day, but I just, you know, it's not somebody that I see on my on a regular basis or whatnot. But, um, you know, everybody kind of left. It's changed. You know, it's so expensive in Fremont. Nobody can afford it. Nobody can afford the area, period. But yeah, yeah, they all have, they're all gone. And then too, like, so like nowadays you don't see that. You don't see kids running around until the lights come on. No, see none of that. Everyone's locked in their house. So it was different. Like, I love that part too about growing up is always being now hanging out with the neighborhood kids, the friends running around all day. And so now that you can't see that, now don't you don't see that? Like, what do you think about that? It makes me sad. It makes me sad because kids need to be outside. Kids are inside now all the time. They're on, you know, their iPads, they're on their phones, they're on their video games. We didn't have that, you know, and we were more making up games with dirt and rocks we had outside. We were more. <laughs> we had way more imagination back then. Now it's like someone's like uh, yeah. doing all the imagining for us now as we watch them on social media and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's different times, different times. So what did you do as, else as a kid? Like you played sports as a kid um, yeah. as in your youth? What did you used to play? Mm-hmm. I had uh, two older sisters who were really good in sports. And, you know, we all played sports. We're all really good in sports. Uh, we played softball. That was our dominant sport. And so we played softball. We all traveled playing softball. My older sisters went and played college ball. I didn't play because I became a mom very young and and I had to put them first. And I had to worry about, you know, working, going to school. But yeah, we played softball. Just, you know, my dad thought he would only have girls. And so um, he had three girls and then he finally had his boy. But we still were very heavily in softball. My dad was always out there with us, working with us. We were all pitchers. So we all were out there pitching in front of the house. Neighbors knew us. They're the Cornell girls pitching. You know, there's a church next to us. We're always pitching. We went to the church because they had a hard wall there. We would pitch the ball against <laughs> But my dad used to, he was, you know, he was always out there with us after working so hard. My dad is in the military and um, he, a very hard worker and just disciplined. I mean, we didn't talk back to our dad. There was no talking back. I see kids talking back to their dad, their parents now. And I'm like, I would have never did that because he was like, you know, we didn't even look at him. You know, we had that respect. And um, so anyway, we were very disciplined with sports, always out there practicing. And it was it was never a question asked like, hey, it's time to go practice. Okay, dad, 
get our glove, get our ball, go out there. But it made us who we were. It made us like strong and it made us good athletes. You know, you got to put in work. If you don't put the work in, it's not going to come to you. Not everybody's blessed that way. So we definitely put in, had to put in our work to be the best. And, um, and he taught us that. And we, and we did that. And so my, my older sister still plays. She's traveling, playing softball. I mean, she's doing it. She's, you know, and it's because it's, it's rooted in her. It's in her fiber to just be that athlete. I can't play sports now because I'm busy with my kids and stuff like that and my grandkids. But if I didn't have that, I would still be playing, I think, you know, because it's just, it's in my fiber. Like you've always had that good work ethic, like good discipline, yes. being discipline. able to uh, find time for everything. Like that's, that's one right. thing I really want to touch on is like that, man, you're one of the most crowded people that come through. You're like one of the most consistent. You always mm-hmm. consistent. Like you find time no matter what is in your schedule. Like you're a mother, grandmother, you're mm-hmm. married, you Thank work. You. And you work in behavioral health, right? You're HR professional for behavioral health. So like you really right. work in that in mindset, kind of like trying to help people go through struggles. Like, mm-hmm. so in your experience, like your motto is sink or swim. So yep. either do pretty much like do or die. Like That's at the right. end of the day, we're all going to end up in, in the same, same destination. We're all heading towards the same destination as we go through life, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is it that keeps you consistent though in, in your physical fitness here? Like, Busy schedule, working, married, sustaining marriage, sustaining good relationship with your kids, with your grandkids. Why is it important to you, though, for your physical health to always show up in the gym? Um, It's so funny because my kids are always like, mom, you're always at the gym. You're always going to the gym. You're always going to the gym. I said, yeah. You know why? Because it's my medicine. Working out is my medicine. If I don't work out, I'm not happy. I'm not. And it's a really mentality thing, you know, because... Working out, I don't work out to lose weight. I work out because it makes me feel good. I work out because when I work out, I'm happy. When I'm at the gym, there's, you know, especially our gym, there's such good vibes. Everybody's there working out. I really feed off of that, but it is my medicine. I go there every day because when I don't work out, I don't feel good, you know, and it's just something that's inside of me. I think it's just in my fiber, like I said, just being that disciplined person, making sure you're doing something to, to make yourself feel better. You know, no one's going to take care of you except you. Don't think that person in your life's going to, oh, they'll make me feel better. No, you got to make yourself feel better. And so that's what I do. I work out because it's my medicine. It's what I do to make myself feel better. I feel good. You know, we have a, we have challenging workouts and um, I love that challenge. I love when you guys are telling me, Candy, put extra weight on, you know, like I said earlier, like, you know, that is like, I love that because without that push, we'll just be doing the same thing every time. So I love the challenge of the workout and um, it's really just my medicine and, and I need to get my dose of medicine. And that's why I go because it, when I go there, I know that we're going to get our butts kicked, number one. And number two, I just feel so good when I'm done. I feel so good that I did that, especially when I hit like a PR or when I'm reaching a new goal that it makes me so happy and it makes me want more. So it's more of like, Besides, like, of course, like, we're always going to have physical change, especially when you do CrossFit. You're always having mm-hmm. physical change to the body. So it's more mental for you. It's more your mental it wellness is. to come in. It Man, is. now, because uh, you you started off here at the gym at CrossFit of Fremont doing boot camp classes, right? I did. I did. And what gave you that push to try CrossFit? Like, why did you choose CrossFit? Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this now. Yeah. I was really scared to do CrossFit. I always saw them over there grunting, throwing weights and hitting weights and throwing them down. I'm like, God, that sounds horrible. You know, (laughs) it sounded scary. Um, But, you know, there were some changes going on. And and I said, you know, a lot of my really close friends that I did boot camp with from the very beginning, they transferred over and and they're like, come on over, come on over. You're going to love it. It's fun. And I said, okay, I'm going to try. I was really scared. And I did the intro with Joelle. And then my first 
my first CrossFit class. They're like, Candy, you're here. They were so happy. They're like, finally, you know, <laughs> and, um, they welcomed me with open arms. That was, that was amazing. And I just jumped right into it. And honestly, it ended up being fun. And I ended up finding that, it, it, yes, it's challenging, but it may, that did something to me. It ignited something into me. Like, oh my God, this is where I need to be because now I'm really challenging myself. Now I'm really like, getting my book cooked. Not that boot camp did it. It was great. It's a lot of cardio and it was good fitness, but I, now I'm ready. I was ready for the challenge and I didn't realize I was, but you know, it was a good challenge. It wasn't like scary challenge. It was just like the unknown is always scary. What we don't know, we're scared. But once I tried it, it's just, it's changed my mentality as far as like, okay, I need this. I need this. I need to get in there. I need to hit the weights. I need a good wad. I need to challenge myself because I wasn't, I was just doing the same thing. Every time they're like, Hey, grab, go grab dumbbells. I'd grab my 15s. I grab my 10s. But now it's like, I'm not grabbing those anymore. I'm grabbing something that's going to challenge me. And that makes me feel good. It does something to me or makes me want more. And so, and how does that, uh, how does that translate to like your everyday life outside the gym? I like when you're at home with the kids. Cause I, I know you yeah. told me that um, you were a single parent at mm-hmm. 19, 20 years old. Like, how yeah. was that before? Like, so back then, and so let's take a step back. So back then you didn't, like, you weren't working out at that time, right? You stopped playing like softball. You started focusing yeah. on the kids. They had all that, like, you know, the attention, the needs, of course, like that's, yeah. that's what it is to be a parent. So how was mm-hmm. it then like going through those, that time in your life? I mean, like, honestly, yeah, I wasn't really working out when the kids were smaller, I would just like go run here and there and stuff like that. But with the kids, I mean, like I had to push. Uh, you know, like they needed me. I had them young. I had to be a mom at a young age. I had to switch my mentality and, and okay, what do the kids need? Got to do this for the kids. Got to be busy. And, you know, and my dad was always like, well, you got to do it, you know, sink or swim. My dad always told me that sink or swim. You're either going to sink and fall or you're going to keep swimming and get to the top. You know, don't let somebody else be better than you. You, sir, you get that. You need that. You got to work for it. And so that's what I do is always, and I tell my kids that too, like you got to keep pushing. If you fail and get back up and do it again, you know, because you know that you can push yourself only and you know, you only know how far you can push yourself and you could do it, you know? And so it was just, you know, my kids definitely kept me focused because I had to, I had to put food on the table. You know, I was putting them in sports. I was like, you know, they're going to be disciplined. I'm going to get out there and practice with them. And we'd hit ball, wiffle balls in the garage and, you know, or my other daughter played soccer. I was like, okay, let's go run hills. I knew what it took for them to be good athletes. And so it was just like, I was always pushing them pushing them. And yeah, I think I just always had that in me to just, you know, to push ourselves because it was either sink or swim. You're going to, you're going to fall or you're going to be better. And I, I always wanted them to fight to be better. There's always somebody out there that's going to try to win you. And so you just got to keep, you got to keep pushing. And it also like, I was having a conversation with uh, one of the athletes here, uh, Naveen yesterday, like everything is mental, mental. Like if you're mentally going to break, then you already lost the match game before it even started. So what helped you keep that mental toughness though? Like, so your father was always pushing you to yeah. be better, to always be better, to strive to be better. Like, don't worry about being extremely like super get into it, but still strive for better. So how does that resonate with you every time? You, like when you come to the gym, I know sometimes I, I see you and I'm like, get out your head, Candy. Don't, don't get in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Don't beat yourself. Like before you even touch the weight. So how do you get it? How do you keep pushing though? Like when you know you want to quit, how do you push yourself? I think of the goal. I think of, okay, what's my goal? And then, you know, thinking of like, okay, like I have three, like thinking like more in the, like we're in the workout today. It's like, Hey, I got five more. Let's just go. Let's just push it. And I'm just like, 
hearing the music and I'm feeling the vibe and I just keep pushing myself. I think I just, I want to get to that goal. I want to finish. And I look at times on the board too. Like I got to beat her and I got to beat her. And I (laughs) just trying to, you know, cause I want to keep up. I don't want to be, I don't want to fall behind. I'm trying to keep up and I'm trying to keep up with all the youngsters and I'm trying to keep up with everybody. So just proving it to myself really that I could do it because for so long I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was just focusing on my kids, right? Cause I had my kids. And so now I'm finally, you know, now that I've got my career going, you know, my, my daughters are older now, they're out, you know, living their lives. I still have a younger one at home, but I mean, I have that time to myself. So now that I have that time to concentrate on myself, I'm definitely appreciating that because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that I can actually, you know, pay attention to myself. So I just, I love pushing myself. I love being able to that challenge. Like a moment to be selfish now. Like every time you come yes. to the gym, it's like a moment to be selfish. And yep. Sometimes it's good to be selfish because like yep. we can't take care of ourselves. Like how you we expect to take care of the next person, especially the kids. Like you really got to take care of yourself. So, so you went to college. What college did you go to? I got my associates at Chabot College. It's in Hayward, right here in Hayward, California. And then I got my bachelor's at Bramman University. It's an online school, but the campus is on Walnut Creek. So I did go there, you know, once a week, but Bramman University. And how was it going? Like, what pushed you to get into school after all? Like, you didn't go to college right away, right after high no, school, I right? No, I didn't. I did it. I wasn't, no, I was a late bloomer, <laughs> but, you know, cause I had kids, I had two kids. I had, I was, I had my first kid as a senior in high school and then had my second one right after I graduated high school. So I was 19 and I just, you know, I started to get, had a job. I was a receptionist and then I wanted more. I wanted, I was like, you know what? I want to be able to not be, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. I want to be, you know, I want to, I know I could do better. I know I want more. And so I was like, I got to go back to school. I got to have that degree under my belt so I could provide. And I wanted to make more money. I wanted, you know, I wanted a house. I wanted a car. I wanted things. And I know you can't do that without money. So I was like, I got to get this education. And my dad kept telling me, get your education, get your education. Don't worry about the kids. We'll help you, blah, blah, blah. And so I knew I needed to do that. And I, you know, in the company I worked with to progress, you needed your degree. And so once I got my degree, doors opened for me and I was able to really start my career and things just, you know, started moving really fast and, and I just progressed. It was, it was pretty exciting time, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, I just knew I wanted to graduate college because that was a huge accomplishment. I was the first one in my family to graduate college. And so uh, that's another thing too, is I wanted to make my parents proud. I think we like that feeling of making our parents proud. And so that really meant a lot to me. All right. So in the beginning, like, you know, you had the kids, but then one thing I'm noticing is like, um, like you don't settle. Like, yeah, you had to like, you know, make the sacrifices in the beginning, but the sacrifices didn't come without no gain in the end. Mm-hmm. Like there was gain in the end. Like you wanted to show your parents, you can do it. You wanted to show your, your kids, you can do it, that they can mm-hmm. do it yourself, yeah. that you can self-accomplish. So why didn't you ever settle? Like you wanted all these things, but what pushed you to be like, this is enough. I'm, I'm ready to go. Because there's still more, there's still more out there. You know, I, I didn't want to just settle because I knew there was more. I'm like, okay, there, I got this, but now I want this. You know, so I just kept pushing myself. It was, it was just that because I wanted my kids to know that, you know, you never stop. You got to keep going. If you want more, you, you got to put in the work. You know, like I recently got a promotion, but it was like, you know, how am I going to get this promotion? How am I going to get it? Oh, I need to get this. Deg- I need to get this certification under my belt. I need to get this because the next person is going to come in and say, well, I have this, this and that. Well, I need to have this, this and that. So then I kept pushing myself. I kept, what can I do to progress my career to show them that I'm worthy of, you know, that. So 
I just kept pushing myself, you know, and I want my kids to have that. I want that instilled in them that you never stop pushing yourself. You always keep, you know, progressing. You're going to reach the plateau, but then, you know, once you reach there, don't be okay with that. Don't get comfortable. Keep moving, keep pushing yourself because someone's going to beat you. Someone's going to beat you to that punch. And so you just got to keep, you just got to keep moving. Like no one's the best competition but yourself. Like if you can compete with yourself to keep winning, like don't worry about the next person. Like, man, I got that already. So in a way, but it's the consistency. Like that's one thing, like I'm really amazed with you about is like your consistency, like, like man, you like putting the kids to bed, making them breakfast, lunch, dinner, taking them to school, but you still found that time to be consistent with your studies. You find that time now to be consistent, practicing them with, with the, in their sport that they uh, Mm -hmm. play now, you are consistent on taking care of them still. You're consistent. I'm sure the older ones call you and I'm like, Hey mom, I need this. Like you're consistent with advice. You're consistent with Mm -hmm. being there. And then now is that time where you can be consistent with your kind of in a selfish sense. Like I want to yeah. go to the gym. I want to do this. Cause like, I know at times I, t- I used to see it like, Hey, why are you only lifting that weight? And you'll be like, Oh, this is all I can do. It's like, nah. But then I noticed like you give you, you know, a little nudge to you. And then it's like, all right, I can do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, like you don't want to plateau. That. And that's one thing about CrossFit that I love about you can't plateau. We make it, we nearly oh. the dudes, I write the program and make it nearly impossible for you to <laughs> plateau, you know? So there's always a goal to strive, to strive for more, strive for more. So now that you're in this stage in your life, like, how do you feel? Like, how's everything going? Yeah. I mean, I feel really good. I feel, um, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, at, I'm where I want to be in my career. I mean, obviously there's more out there and I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep getting to the top. Yeah, I'm going to keep fighting there. Um, but I'm really in a good place in my career. I love where I'm at with my fitness. There's more to go though. As as we know, like I'm not, I don't RX all the time. So that is my goal to get to where I can at least try to RX. But that is my goal. It's just to, you know, work on a couple things, progress there. My husband, you know, and I were pretty happy where we're at with, you know, with our lives and our kids and they're doing good. I think I'm in a good place, you know. I mean, obviously there's always more, but, you know, right now we're content. But I, I'm just at the point where like, I don't want to get comfortable. I, I mean, I'm comfortable, you know what I mean? But it's like, okay, what, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, I want to keep seeing what else is next. So that, that's what I, I'm always on my toes. Always on my toes oh, for okay. the next thing. That's yeah. good. Like I, I tell people all the time, like if you're stuck in a position and you're content, like you're dead. You might as well go lay in the pine box now. Same with all the Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, I love the challenge. Like if, if you're there, like, and you're just like content, dragging your feet every day to work, dragging your feet around the house, dragging your feet into the gym and you're content mm-hmm. where you're at, it's like, like, man, you're not living. You're not living yeah. at all. Like if, to keep progressing in life, that's, that's the thing about life. Like you could keep going until, you know, you meet your maker, you know, oh, and, yeah. and, and also consistency. Like you find that time you're able to show up to the gym all the time. You're able to like be there for your kids. Does that ever get you tired? Oh yeah. There's times I'm tired. I'm human. You know what I mean? I'm totally tired. I do take those times out. I try to have a rest day, you know, or two. Um, but I find time to just, you know, relax. Like, you know, I've made a promise to myself. I try to get a massage every month. That's super important. You don't realize what a massage really does to you. It's amazing. But I definitely take that time to just, you know, kick back and relax. You know, I have a glass of wine, you know, or two. But that's (laughs) something that, you know, I do because my job, it can be intense. You know, I work in behavioral health. There are lockdown hospitals. You know, and so I deal with staff that have to endure a lot. Acuity is really high. You know, my workers' comp cases are really high. There's a lot going on. And so at the end of the day, I've 
seen and heard so much throughout the week on top of like what my kids have going on on top of what I had to do, you know, my schedule through the week. So come Friday, I'm ready to relax. I'm ready to just kick back. No worries, you know? So yeah, I definitely, you know, you have to make that time to just, you know, do you and relax. So whether that's just like, sometimes I'm like just sitting in my car, my daughter's practicing and I just sit in there with everything off, no music, nothing, and just sit there. And I appreciate that because it's like, sometimes you just need that time to just not do nothing, just sit there. And it feels good to do that. So I definitely take the time out for myself. You have to, self-care is important. Self-care is important. You have to do that. Like I said before, no one's going to take care of you except you. So so like we have this thing before we wrap it up, we call it, it's a call to action. Like mm-hmm. if you could give someone advice on how to be consistent, what would you tell them to do right now? Like if you're talking to them, they're listening to the, the podcast right now and you're telling them to do something, say, say for example, they're sitting on the couch, they lack consistency. What would you tell them to do? I would ask them, what does it mean to be successful? You know, and what does success look like to you? And and if you knew what success meant, it means that, you know, to strive for the best, to want more, to want to exceed yourself and just don't get comfortable where you're at, but to, to get a little uncomfortable, get to those, those points in your life where you're challenging yourself, you know, because if you're not challenging yourself, you're, you're never going to plateau. You're never going to get to where you got to go. So to be successful, you have to get a little uncomfortable at times, fall sometimes, and then get back up. That's where you're successful, you know, because you know what I mean? You, you learn from your mistakes, you know, and mistakes are good. They're okay to have. You're going to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes, you know, because that's where you learn from them. You know, you're going to learn from falling and learn from making those mistakes. So yeah, just keep striving for the best. And that's good. I had uh, this buddy, he used to always say, if you're going to fall, fall forward. The easiest way to push yourself back up, but you're going to fall. You know, mm-hmm. the chance is like, like take those chances. If you fall, you're going to fall forward because you're moving forward. You mm-hmm. know, you're not going backwards. And then everyone heard it right now. Like put yourself in uncomfortable situations so they no longer become uncomfortable. They that's become right. normal. And then you go on and go on to a next uncomfortable situation and crack that egg, go on to the next one. You know, that's so right. we all heard it here. If anybody wants to reach out to you, Candy, how can they find you? Through email? Uh, email. I don't care. You can call my phone. <laughs> no, well, I'm not going to say your phone number here because then next okay. you have phone calls. And your husband's going to be like, who's calling you in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, like, you know where I work out at, but I'm on Facebook, you know, Candice Nunez. That's my name. Um, I'm on Instagram. I mean, those are ways to reach me, you know. But What's your email? Can you share your email? Yeah, candygirl510 at Yahoo. There you go, squad. You guys all heard it. And then the gym she's at all day, every day. It's CrossFit of Fremont, powered by Kala. Thank you, Candy, so much for being on the podcast. You have a very inspiring story, man. I'm telling you, you're very, you're like, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're doing it. You're going to continue doing it. And I can't wait to watch how far you take it because you're going to go far. I know you you. are. You you got that drive. You got that consistency, something that really matters in life. You're going to go and grab it. So grab the bull by the horn squad. Come on through. Come through, cross through it for the Fremont where you can find a better version of yourself. We got great community. Candy will be here and uh, just remain consistent. Candy does it all day and it's her medicine. It's her mental wellness so she could take care of herself so she could take care of others. With that said, thank you. See you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. But wait. We want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated. Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecola Strong. We'll see you on the next episode.